Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 162 of the Mo Money Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Morehouse. Thanks for joining me for another episode. And uh, for today, I've got a repeat guest. Uh, been do- I mean, I've, I feel like I'm doing more repeat guests because I've been doing this damn podcast for like almost three years. Almost three years. Oh my gosh. Actually, officially three years. How did I not even know this? I'm just looking at my uh, clock right now or, you know, the clock on your computer and it says uh, it is June 6th today. And that is literally, I think I started this podcast. Okay. Let me, let me investigate right now. Don't go away. When did I start this podcast? It says I officially launched it on June 2nd, 2015. Oh my gosh, guys, we are celebrating my three-year anniversary now. How crazy. Well, happy happy anniversary, for especially for everyone who's uh, listened to me for three years, two years, one, uh, everybody who's listening. Happy anniversary. Have a great day. I can't believe that's so crazy. Anyways, I have Jen Hemphill on the show again. Um, I had her on the show May 3rd, 2016. So it's been two years, over two years since I've had her on the show. And uh, oh man, we hit it off like a house on fire. Is that how that saying goes? That doesn't sound right. Hit it off like a house on fire. Again, not good with sayings, but you know what I mean. We hit it off really good. Um, (laughs) And we've been in touch as friends uh, ever since that. She was actually a big reason why I decided to uh, become an accredited financial counselor because that is the program she went through. Um, She's a money coach herself and she really liked it. And so she suggested I check out the Canadian uh, program and I did and bam, look at me now. I'm an accredited financial counselor in Canada now. Um, So I have her back on the show because she is uh, on top of still doing the money coaching thing. She's also a new author. She published her first book called Her Money Matters. And that's also the name of her own podcast, Her Money Matters. Um, And I wanted to have her on the show so we can talk a bit about what her book is all about, what people can expect, and, uh, you know, all the kind of good nuggets of wisdom she has in there. And she's just a treat to, I just love her. She's just like so, so happy and positive and uh, inspiring. So I'm excited to share this episode with you. Um, But before I get to this uh, interview with Jen, uh, I just have a few words about this episode's sponsor. This episode of the Mo Money Podcast is brought to you by canspace.ca. If you're listening right now and consider yourself a savvy Canadian entrepreneur or business owner, then listen up. As you know, establishing your brand and getting it in front of the right people is important. That alone can make or break your business, am I right? Well, if you know that to be true and you're eager to get as much traffic, leads, and sales from your website and marketing efforts as possible, CanSpace can help. Did you know that by choosing a Canadian web hosting provider, your website is more likely to rank higher in local search results? Not to mention, Canadian shoppers are significantly more likely to purchase from brands that proudly display their Canadian spirit. It's true, yet most local businesses are missing out on this opportunity. Luckily, for all MoMoney podcast listeners, you can get $10 off the hosting plan of your choice with CanSpace. All you have to do is visit canspace.ca slash Jessica M and enter your email address to get the coupon. Once again, to get $10 off the hosting plan of your choice, visit canspace.ca slash Jessica M and submit your email address to get the coupon. 
Thank you, Jen, for joining me on the show. I'm so excited to have you back after when was when was the last time you were here? I think it was a year Gosh, or two ago, maybe. Possibly. It was possibly. before I'd I'd uh well, there's a lot of stuff that happened in between because I remember <laughs> chatting with you and you uh really helped convince me to um oh. <laughs> pursue my uh, accreditation to become a financial counselor. So thank you for that. Oh, <laughs> No like you were problem. the first person I tell everybody when they're like, oh, how'd you Aww. find out about this program? I'm like, it's my friend, Jen Hempel. I had no idea this existed <laughs> <That's> <laughs> before you. So, that is so funny. Well, thanks so much for having me. You are so, so welcome. It. I'm so glad to. <laughs> I know. I'm glad to have you back because uh, again, a lot of stuff has happened uh, in between that first interview. Uh, you have a book now, which is so exciting. Yes. Here we go. Here it is. Her money matters. <laughs> I really love the colors on this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and thank the content, you. but also the colors. <laughs> I love the colors. I know. No. I love the colors. What's the book about? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, who cares? Um, no, it's it's a really great book. I really like, so it's called Her Money Matters and the subtitle is The Missing Truths from Traditional Money Advice. I want yeah. to kind of start there. What are some of the missing truths or, or, or more like, what do you mean by that from traditional money advice? So what are you kind of sharing that traditional money advice, you know, you won't get from that? Right. So basically growing up and up to adulthood, I wasn't, I was into money. I personal, I read the personal finance books, but when fast forward to about year 10 of our marriage, um, I was the one known in our family. Oh, she's good with money. People right. would ask me questions, but about year 10 was looking at our finances, just kind of doing a review. And I'm like, what in the world has happened? Because like oh. the needle hadn't really budged. Oh. Uh, we were still in debt. Oh, yeah, we had paid some debt off here and there, but we were still in massive debt. Uh, our emergency funds would to continue to deplete. That was always a challenge. Like literally our retirement, uh, what we were putting into retirement was very minimal. We even at a point had to borrow it from it. So things of that sort that I had a lot of guilt. I've had a lot of shame mm -hmm. around that because because here is, I'm the one known to be yeah. good with money, but yet I didn't feel like I had it together. So, mm -hmm. and that really, what is the, what the preface of the book is? Because I was following the traditional money advice. So uh -huh. there was a, a piece that I was missing and that's uh, yeah, a little, it wasn't right then because I was, I went yeah. through some emotional stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I failed, you know, that type of yeah. stuff. Then I later got over it and really got into the nitty gritty of like, okay, what in the world am I missing? Mm -hmm. And what I found what I'm missing was more the emotional component. So the mindset. And granted, the book is, is about the missing truth from traditional money advice. And it's not just about mindset, but, but yeah. the book is, the purpose of the book is not to tell you how to budget or how to get out of debt, but rather my, the purpose of the book is to really get at those missing pieces that I have felt in my experience have held me back. Mm -hmm. uh, and since finding them, I have definitely, you know, we have definitely overcome things, gotten out of debt. Uh, things are going really well in our financial yeah. lives. So. Yeah, no, I, and I feel like, uh, you know, uh, being more mindful, uh, really focusing and understanding mm -hmm. the psychology behind money is becoming uh, a lot more prevalent in the personal finance community, which is great because yeah, like you, I, I felt like for a while I was doing all the right things. You mm -hmm. know, there, at the end of the day, personal finance isn't rocket science. It's not that complicated. People like to overcomplicate it, but with all this yeah 
information, you know, and I know lots of people, they're like, I know what to do. I just don't do it. And I don't know why that is probably the majority of people or they're good with their money for a bit. And, uh, and then they just kind of tail off, they lose steam or there's, uh, I'm sure you've heard lots of stories like this where people will be very diligent in paying off their debt. They get to that debt free, you know, uh, zone. They're, you know, completely debt free and then they get back into debt and they're like, why did that happen? Um, and a lot of it has to do with not so much the numbers or strategies and just like taking action, but, uh, really the why. And I know that's part of your book is really figuring out your why. So I'd like to kind of dive into that a little bit more. What, what does that really mean? Why do people need to know their why? Well, the reason really the why is what keeps you going. So really understanding your why. Why are you wanting, let's say, get out of debt? Why are you wanting to buy a bigger house? Why are you wanting that financial freedom? Why is it? So a lot of times we just you know, sometimes we're asked like in business, right? When personal development, we're asked these, you know, to dig into these questions. But so I know for a long time, I found myself resisting that this idea of like, why? Well, for my kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, but you really need to dig deeper in terms of, yes, I want my kids to have a better life. Okay. So why, why do you want your kids to have a better life? Uh, It may be so they can uh, be better off in the future than you were. I mean, and then you have to keep digging and digging and digging until it really, you get to a spot where you're just you, you become emotional. That's really yeah. what happens. You become emotional or you cry. That's why some mm-hmm. people call it, you know, get the, uh, get, uh, find the why that makes you cry. Oh, I've uh, never so heard of that. You've never heard that. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh so, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's really, really important to really dig into that why, because at the end of the day, when you're finding yourself stuck, when you're feeling that fi- yeah. you know, falling off the, uh, the truck or the wagon or whatever, I said the truck, I really meant the wagon. When you're falling that off, <laughs> That's what's really going to pick you up because if you remind yourself as to why you are doing this, that's what's going to pick you, mm-hmm. get you to pick yourself back up and mm-hmm. keep going. And that's mm-hmm. why it's important for it to be strong and to really have, be, have be a why that makes you cry because when it's really there in your soul, right? Yeah. You really attach versus just on the surface level. Yeah. It's going to keep you going. Absolutely. And I think that's one thing that I've, I've realized over the years uh, with setting goals for myself. I mean, yes, it's it's very important to have goals, but if you don't have a purpose, a really strong purpose, right. a really strong why behind it, you will lose steam. You'll forget why you even uh, you know set those goals. Those goals may actually be completely irrelevant. That's why you keep setting them every year and never achieving them, yeah. um, which is probably why I still haven't gotten my full driver's license. I just don't care. I just don't want it. And I hate it so much. So it's been on my board for like years. Um, oh, but yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with that. I, I feel like even in my own uh, life. And I feel like this is probably something that you also have to kind of go back to maybe kind of change it as your life progresses. Cause mm-hmm. as you get older, as your life changes, your why will also change too. Absolutely. And the other thing too, is important uh, to do why it's important to do so is that sometimes we get in, in the, uh, do, of, in the strut and of doing what we're supposed to do, like doing, because, well, we're supposed to be doing this, but we, that's not meaningful, right? Yeah. So it's not fun because 
we're doing it because we're supposed to make it meaningful for you. And that's where the why comes in. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I really like that component uh, of your book. Um, I want to kind of dig into a couple other things. I'm just going to take a look at some of the things. I really actually liked um, how you talk about confidence, which again, is something that uh, I have been really, you know, just internally thinking a lot more about. I think the conversation is, uh, especially in personal finance, especially with women, has a lot to do with confidence. I yes. think um, you know, there's some stat recently that it's not so- – I can't remember the stat, but basically the, uh, the, the sentiment was that, uh, it's not so much that women are bad with money or they don't have the tools. They don't have the education. They don't have the confidence to take action. Mm-hmm. Whereas men in general have a little bit more confidence and that's why they are, um, you know, more comfortable taking more risks. Why do you think confidence is so important in terms of personal finance? It's another driver of yeah. moving forward. It's another driver of taking action. And it really, like you mentioned, women, that's mm-hmm. why I, another title that I call myself is a money confidence coach. And that mm-hmm. came from my audience mm-hmm. uh, as I was polling. Because, of course, you being an AFC, I'm sure you'll get it. Are you a financial advisor? Are you a financial yeah. planner? Uh, I get that still t- uh, yeah. to this day. But I, so I wanted to find out, find another title besides money coach. Um, yeah. And when I pull my audience in terms of like, what have I done for them besides helping them mm-hmm. uh, budget and get out of debt and all those things, practical things, a big theme that came up was confidence. Um, and, uh, and so the confidence part is really important in terms of moving you forward. Uh, and uh, really, and also it allows you to make better decisions because yeah. if you are lacking that confidence, you're, you're going to not necessarily make the best decision, but it's really a driver and also making better decisions um, from, on a day-to-day basis. So mm-hmm. just confidence. I really, really feel adamant about it. Why do you think women specifically have a lack of confidence when it comes to money? I think it's just, you know, of course, traditionally we've, you know, in the past, we were mm. at, we're the ones at the at home, mm. and uh, we weren't really into. I mean, mm. I can't speak for a long time yeah. ago, but I am in general. Usually, in general, uh, we uh, weren't a part of the conversation of money because mm. the men were uh, the head holds and I, mm. uh, the head the head holds <laughs> the, ho- the heads of the household. <laughs> that is hard to say. <laughs> Merging all those, yeah. Uh, I was like, I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I think even though that was in the past yeah. and we have progressed some, we haven't fully progressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, we're not all there. Yeah. Right. And I think that's just going to take time. I think that's a big, a part of the, um, it's not the whole uh it's not all to blame, but a, a part of why we have the wage gap is, yes. you know, if women have uh, that confidence, they'd be able to better advocate uh, for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they have that confidence and that from that confidence that you're going to be more uh, persuasive, right? So yeah. I think that, so I just think we have for progress, but we're, we're not there. Uh, so it's just, I think mm-hmm. it just takes a matter of time. I think it takes a lot of more money conversations yeah. uh, as well to, to get that confidence. Um, and, 
Yeah. I'm at a stopping point. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I definitely, when you were talking, I'm like, and also, yeah, I think this is a big reason, uh, why it's like, uh, because we don't have confidence. That's why I think there's a big, it contributes to the wage gap. But I feel like if, yeah, if we had more confidence, there wouldn't be as big of a wage gap or we'd be able to progress a lot more with it. I know for me specifically, I mean, I, it's funny talking to, uh, other women in my, you know, um, you know, situation or, you know, my age and also talking to men, it's remarkable. Just the differences in mindset when it comes to negotiating money, a lot of women I talk to, we are just so, um, thankful and grateful to get a job offer. And so we'll just take, you know, whatever we can get mm-hmm. for men. They'll always negotiate. I didn't, you know, even think about negotiating. It was not I something either. I learned. <laughs> no one told me it was an option. Right. Um, I was always just told, you know, just be grateful that you're getting a job and just, you know, put your head down, work really hard, work your way up. Uh, and I did that for seven years and it honestly did not work. <laughs> and then I would see, you know, uh, men starting at the same kind of uh, level as me and just surpassing me. And it's not because they were smarter or better or worked harder because I always honestly worked harder. I was probably smarter. I had more credentials, went back to school and all that kind of stuff. It was honestly, I think this, they had this confidence and they asked for what they wanted and they got it. And it's it's it's, unfortunate and upsetting, but it's the truth. Right. And I've been guilty of that too. And I'm a negotiator when in terms, when it comes to buying things, I'm from Colombia. So that's like, just Mm -hmm. was ingrained in me that negotiate you when you buy. But even when I first got my first nine to five job, I was just excited to get it. Oh my goodness. Thank you. (laughs) Getting a job. And later on, I realized... I did negotiate like my title. I'm like, why are you going to call me? I yeah. felt, I felt like it demeaned yeah. like what I was doing, but I didn't, I never negotiated the pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think and it, it was confidence. Like, yeah. am I really good enough? Like we, when we take a look yeah. at, let's say, uh, at the objectives or what their, the requirements are for the job. If uh, a woman, I know I've been guilty of it. If it says, um, this is one expectation. If you're not for sure you're going to get it, you yeah. automatically disqualify yes. yourself from that job, yeah. right? We d- disqualify where a man, he mm-hmm. may not know, but in his mind, I'm going to figure it out, right? Yeah, I know. And I used to do oh. that. Uh, it was funny. It was looking back, like when I first moved to Toronto and was, you know, looking for a job, I applied for, I mean, probably over a hundred jobs. <laughs> and I'd say like 50 of those jobs, I or, like, I, I only applied for the ones that I had hundred percent of the qualifications. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to see what happens and to start applying for jobs where I have maybe 70% or 80% or things that I know that if I get right. the job, I can probably get pick up that skill. And then I started actually getting more interviews and more traction and actually got a job that uh, I wouldn't have applied to if, you know, I, you know, needed a hundred percent the, um, you know, a uh, skill set uh, on that. So yeah, it's just one, one big hurdle that we have to work through is, uh, <laughs> is women that I'm hopeful in the next generations, it won't be as big of an issue and we won't have to talk about it as much because it, you know, Right. And and that's why I'm so adamant because I know like with the way going back to the wage gap, Mm -hmm. I think there, of course there's talk like Mm -hmm. there, you know, there's that and not, there's not equality in that. Mm -hmm. And I think the talk is all good and dandy, but I Mm -hmm. think the action we need to take Mm -hmm. is within ourselves in terms of confidence, because once we do that, we can do so much. Right. Um, But I think that's where it starts. The talk is good, but it's only going to get you so far. It's going to get the attention that it's needed, but then what? Exactly. Right. What do you do then? Exactly. Um, I want to kind of shift uh, gears a little bit. 
you talk a, a bit about values and spending, which I really like, because again, that's something that I've seen popping up a lot more. And it was it's something that wasn't ever talked about in those kind of traditional books that I feel like was kind of missed. I feel like uh, just in the sense of when we were talking about spending, lots of these books would just basically say, stop spending so much money. You you know, stop spending. That's the answer. And I'm like, or stop Whoa. spending on that coffee. On that, that coffee. Latte. It's like, yes. <laughs> That's one thing, but then it would almost get to a point because all these books were saying the exact same thing that you would just feel guilty about spending. For years, I would feel guilty about spending. Right. It wasn't that I was actively trying to not spend so I can save this money for a purpose. I just felt like uh, guilty I'm for not, not being to do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it seems a lot more people are talking about, well, money is meant to be spent no matter what, whether even you you invest it, you're eventually going to spend that money on a lifestyle later down the road for retirement, whatever. Like money is meant to be spent as a tool. Um, but it really does have to, you know, a, a good way to spend your money or think about spending your money is uh, making sure it aligns with your values. So why did you really want to have that in the book? I think that was really great. For that reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I, I enjoy going to coffee shops. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy, you know, I spending some money on coffee and some other things. And I did, I didn't like, I don't like feeling guilty about those mm -hmm. things. And I think it's just important when it comes to personal finance, I know you feel the same way. Mm -hmm. It's personal, it's unique to a, yeah. each person. So if I'm going, if I want to spend my money on experiences, which coffee yeah. to the coffee shop for me mm -hmm. is like an experience sitting in that setting or travel or those type of things. Yeah. And that's important to me. It's a part of my values. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that if you do yeah. it smartly, right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying to go overspend yeah. and, and get into debt over this. So yeah. I think it's important to understand what your values are versus mm -hmm. what society or what the experts yeah. say you should be spending on, right? Mm -hmm. It's up to you because they're the experts in money, but you're the experts in you, right? Exactly. You need to decide, like you need to be clear as to what's important to you. And from then let that determine and really make sure that the, what you're spending, what check, do a check mm -hmm. on your statements. Where is that money going yeah. to? If it's going to McDonald's and one of your values is being healthy, then yeah. maybe you have to recheck that. Why are you spending at McDonald's, right? Yeah. Or what, why is that? And so you have to do those check, those check-ins mm -hmm. to see what's going on. But I yeah. think it's just, it's just a matter of knowing who you yeah. are and making sure you're not worrying about everybody yeah. else or what yeah. other people say. Absolutely. Being confident. Being confident. <laughs> right? Being Actually, confident. It goes back to that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's a big so. issue too when it comes to money. I mean, it's hard enough talking about money, but when you're talking about it with other people, everyone has their own ideas of mm -hmm. what you should do, what's right and wrong, what you know, what's right. good and bad, which is hard to navigate. Um, but yeah, it really is coming down to just figuring out what, what do you like in life? What brings you happiness and joy? What do you value in life? Write those things down so they're clear in your mind. Mm -hmm. And then when you are in a situation where you need to decide whether to spend money or not, you know, have, you'll know in the back of your head, is this a value? And uh, one example I have recently actually is, okay, one of my values for a long time has been health and fitness. And when you know it, I've always been very hesitant to spend money on health and fitness. I don't know why. I think a lot of it goes back to when I first moved out Oh, my parents' house was on my own, got a membership for a gym, went once and I never went again. <laughs> and I felt so guilty for wasting, like it was a year's, you know, membership. That's a freaking waste of money. Um, and I think ever since then, I'm like, well, I'm never going to do that. There's definitely other ways that I can work out and be healthy, just, you know, get some tapes from the library or whatever. And for a while that worked, but then I realized, you know, I actually want to do something else. I want to like go to a fitness class or something like that. 
And there's something in me that was just like nagging me, making me feel guilty for wanting to spend a little bit of money to go to some fitness classes. And then I, I kind of did this exercise where I'm like, okay, let's just take a good look at what are you spending your money on? Uh, right. Is there any wiggle room where you can spend some money on fitness? And, uh, you know, does it align with your values? Yes. And it, it really, yeah. And now I'm, I'm spending some money on fitness classes and it makes me feel really good, like physically, mentally, every. And so I, th- right. I think sometimes there's just all these barriers we have from a long time ago. Like this was from like seven years in my past that I had this weird block. I'm like, don't spend money on the gym or going to a fitness class. It's a waste of money. Even though it's like, well, that's not the case anymore. I mean, you did that that one year, but yeah, I know. And I and I and also it's like your season of life. Like I'm, I love health and fitness, yeah. and for a long time the gym membership was it, and yeah. and I did well. I, yeah. I was disciplined. I would go, and then all of a sudden things changed. I got yeah. bored at the gym, yeah, uh, or at the traditional gym, right? Mm-hmm. I got bored. So recently, I've become a member of a uh, a gym, but it's more it's like fitness classes, yeah. and it varies. It's Orange Theory Fitness here mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, a, it's more expensive, Yeah, but it's doing more for me right now because at the gym, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I just kind of yeah. made up my workout yeah. and that wasn't really doing me any good sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it did. Yeah. But I think it's a, it's also important to look at what season of life and being flexible. Yes. I talk flexible. about that in my book yeah. as well as that you have to be flexible. Like just because it was this way at a certain point in your life doesn't mean it's a, it has to be that way at this time in your life. Yeah. Right. That's like a hard to lesson flexible. to really like grasp. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds so simple, but it's hard to take action because I always kind of feel like I'm pretty flexible and open and there's things like that where I'm like, why have I been having this weird mental block about spending money on a fitness class? Why am I so inflexible about this? I'm like, this is so weird. It's like, okay, let's just realize that you change, life changes, right? You know, and it's it's okay. It's gonna be fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good lessons yeah. in your book, um, <laughs> which I highly recommend to anyone. I know uh, oh, I have you. to let you go soon. So before I do, um, I just want to, um, you know, ask where can people find a copy of your book to uh, check out all the great things that we talked about in that? Sure. So they can find it at Amazon. You just um, Google Amazon or mm-hmm. on their search engine, mm-hmm. um, uh, Her Money Matters. There's also a workbook that comes with it as mm-hmm. well in case, because each each uh, chapter has its uh, worksheets. Uh, but if you're one that wants to write in a bigger space, mm-hmm. it also has a worksheet. Or you can just go to my website, jenhempill.com forward slash book. And that literally will end up taking you to Amazon. So depending on how quickly you want to get yeah. there. <laughs> I like that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for joining me once again. Uh, I'm going to highly recommend your book to everybody because especially like I feel like this is there's not I mean, there's becoming more books by women, but uh, not too many books specifically for women. And I really appreciate that. That's what you've uh, created in Her Money Matters, the book. So I appreciate appreciate you. I appreciate (laughs) you having me and just um, being connected with you because I think you're fantastic. Well, I think you're you're doing a lot. (laughs) You're so funny. <laughs> okay, well, I'll let you go. Thank you so much, Jen, for joining me once again. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much. And that was episode 162 with the lovely Jen Hemphill. Make sure to check her out at jenhemphill.com. Also check out the show notes where I'll have more information about what we talked about at jessicamorehouse.com slash 162. Um, and uh, yeah, 
check out yeah also subscribe to her podcast she also has an awesome podcast called her money matters and you know don't forget she's got a book with the same name called her money matters and uh again i'll put more information in the show notes but uh, an easy way to find out more information about this book is going to jenhemphill.com slash book um okay don't go away i've got some uh very important things to let you know about but uh, before i get to those exciting things here's just a few words about this episode's sponsor this episode of the Mo Money Podcast was brought to you by canspace.ca. If you're a local business owner and you want more Canadians to find your website online, don't forget to check out Canspace. As I mentioned before, your website will be much more likely to rank higher in local search results, and Canadian customers will be more likely to shop with you if you proudly display your Canadian heritage. Plus, you'll have a much better experience with a local Canadian web host than an international alternative. Think 99.9% uptime, outstanding support, and a free website builder with tons of useful apps. If you're ready to switch providers or launch a new website, you can get $10 off the web hosting plan of your choice. Just visit canspace.ca slash Jessica M and enter your email address to get the coupon. Once again, to get $10 off the hosting plan of your choice, visit canspace.ca slash Jessica M and enter your email address to get the coupon. Okay, so exciting things. Number one, if you're listening to this, the day it came out, June 6th, um, then hopefully it's not too late for you to uh, participate in this very exciting thing I'm doing tonight. So tonight, June 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern time on my Facebook page and in my Facebook group, um, I'm going to be doing a very special Facebook Live with none other than New York Times bestseller Chris Gilbo. He was a recent guest on the show. We talked about his book, Side Hustle. And uh, I decided, hey, I, I'm going to try to get this guy to also do a Facebook Live with me uh, for my virtual book club. So uh, he was amazing and said yes, and he is a very busy man traveling around the world, um, and so this is very exciting. Um, so if you are interested in learning more about side hustles and entrepreneurship, if you're a big fan of Chris Gilbo like the rest of the world is, you will not want to miss this very special Facebook Live. Um, more information can be found at jessicamorehouse.com slash book club, but Really, the only things you really need to know is get on my Facebook page or, you know, hang out in my Facebook group uh, tonight, June 6th uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Is, and that is when uh, the Facebook Live will be going on. Basically, I'm going to be chatting with Chris, but we're going to be taking questions uh, live from uh, viewers. So if you have a question, if you want to chat about his book, if you want some more information from this guy who knows everything there is to know about side hustles and just being a rock star entrepreneur, uh, well, you'll be able to ask your question live to Chris um, during our Facebook Live. So 7 p.m. Eastern Time, June 6th, you know where to be at. Now, if uh, it's too late, that's okay. You can still check out my Facebook page to watch the replay. Um, I will also be posting the video on my YouTube channel. So if you can't join us live, it's okay. You can still check it out later. Anyway, so that is number one. Number two, is uh oh no I've got two I've got a couple things okay number two uh, I still am doing my a uh, book giveaway I've got uh, I've had so many amazing authors featured on season six of the show and I want to spread the love and give away some books so uh, if you go to jessicamorales slash book giveaway or again I'll put more info in the show notes for this uh, you can enter to win a copy of one of the books uh, that I've uh, you know featured on the show and I think there's how many books are there like one two three 
there's a lot of books. There's a lot of books. So there's a lot of chances to win basically. So make sure to go to jessicamorass.com slash book giveaway to enter to win a free book. Um, okay. Next up. Oh yeah. So in case you generally do not go to my website, you kind of live in podcast land, which is totally cool. Totally, totally cool. Um, but you may want to check out my website because I totally redid it. Um, I, I was kind of secret about it. Did not tell if maybe did I mention on the show? Maybe I did. I can't remember sometimes what I say and what I do not say on the show. Um, sometimes it's just in my head. Um, but anyways, I, I've been working tirelessly on a kind of a new fresh look for my website. Finally hit the push live button last week. And now if you go to jessicamorales.com, voila, you will see my beautiful new website. And, uh, and that includes um, kind of a nicer layout of my resource library. Um, and just, it's just, oh, also I have, you know, a proper financial counseling uh, page. So you can still sign up for a discovery call from with me because I'm still taking new clients. Um, a really nice courses page. So I have all of my courses and also my course recommendations um, that I've taken that I think would be great if that is something that you're looking, you know, into or whatever. Um, but a lot of good stuff in there. So make sure to check out my new website. Let me know what you think. Um, and last but not least, I'm going to end this off with a few uh, podcast reviews, shout outs. I've gotten some great reviews recently and I want to do some uh, thank yous and shout outs to all you awesome people who have left me reviews. All right. So I've got some reviews um, and I'm going to do some shout outs. I try my best to also like try to track like who I've done shout outs for and who I haven't. But uh, so I'm going to try my best. If I do a duplicate one, well, whoever gets a shout out twice, you get a shout out twice. And that's just how it is. Okay. Uh, number one here, I've got Drew432 from Canada. Thanks for the great content. Well, thank you for your short and sweet review, Drew. I appreciate you. Next up, I got Bob Smith, 66 from Canada. I started listening to the Mo Money podcast at the end of December 2017. Uh, since then, I've listened to 50 episodes, trying to keep up with the new and catch up from the beginning. Jessica makes it easy to listen to with great guests, informative content, and relative experiences. Her authentic and con conversational voice keeps you engaged for the entire show. Love it. Thank you, Bob. That is so nice to say. I really appreciate that. Okay, I'll do one more and then... I'll do some more for future episodes because I want to spread the love. Um, okay. And the last one here is from Eresca, E-R-E-S-C, 79. Okay. Um, oh, it's a four stars, not a five. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Jessica is a young entrepreneur keen to find better ways to find, uh, make and handle money to find balance in life. She has weekly podcasts where she brings a variety of guests with very different backgrounds to have casual conversations of their stories. You can learn a lot from their struggles and success tales. You won't learn about theoretical investing strategies, mathematical models, or academic studies. This is not that type of podcast. Instead, you will experience practical ways people find to succeed financially. Many of these struggles are real and easy to relate to. Many of the success stories are from normal people who just did one or two things right. Thank you for sharing so many stories. Thanks for your honest review, Ariska, what, 79 or whatever it is. Um, and you're right. This is not the podcast that has theoretical investing strategies, mathematical models, or academic studies. This is called the Mo Money Podcast. I don't know what... Uh, what you were expecting, but yeah, you not not those things. That's not that's not what we do here. But uh, appreciate you, appreciate you, and your four stars. Not bitter at all. Okay, I'm doing one more just because this one's a five stars, and I just need a little bit of an upper. Okay, 
This is from Brian Rump from Canada. Jessica had me at hello, hello, hello. Ah, a great show with great guests. A pleasure to listen to. I always get new ideas or reinforce my current ideas. Keep up the grind of cranking these puppies out. I will, Brian. I will keep on going. And uh, thank to you to everybody who sent me a review. If you haven't yet, please do so. I will give you a shout out on a future episode and will love you forever. Unless you're going to give me four stars and kind of give me, you know, a little backhanded compliment like there. You know, that's that's fine, I guess, but I may not love you forever. Okay. I may not. All right. That's it for me. I'm going to see you back here next Wednesday. Till then, have a good rest of your week. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.